0: crazy one
1: Do it all a bit differently today. Shake things up, freak you out. Wonder what your podcast app is doing. This is episode 348 of Your Tech Life.
0: Everything technology, from computers to mobile phones, TVs, and the internet. Information you want, want all the help you, you need. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long.
1: Well, uh, good afternoon, good morning, good evening, and good day. Great to have your company here. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long, uh, episode 348. Thanks to the good people at Garmin and Alcatel, Garmin Satellite Navigation, GPS and Fitness Tracking Solutions, and Alcatel Mobile, um, fantastic, affordable mobile phones. Tell you about about them more as the show rolls on. In fact, we have a uh, new product we discovered thanks to a listener, thanks Rob, Um, only this morning. So we'll check that out at the end of the show. But gee whiz, there's a few things to talk about. It's a very smartphone-packed show today. Um, I'll give you my thoughts on the Google Pixel. I will give you my thoughts on a phone that was just announced. I've had it for a couple of days, but it was just announced today. Um, The Sony Xperia XZ. I will give you my thoughts on Samsung's woes. Um, It's a bit sad, really. Um, Yeah, it's not not a good look at all uh, for Samsung and um, we'll talk about what it is, how, how it works, and what's actually going on there with the Samsung Galaxy Note 7. I, Even though Bathurst is over, I want to talk about the Fox Sports Augmented Reality Experiment and how it may impact on sports coverage going forward. Uh, we talked about this briefly on Two Bikes Talking Tech, but I kind of wanted to explore more that broader sport question. I'm not sure Stephen quite understood where I was going with that, but I think we can have a really interesting conversation about where the future of interactive sports might sit as a result of an application like that. Got a great keyboard here, um, which sounds very quiet, but can be used in a very strange way. I'll bring that information to you shortly. Jeff Quattromani had a look at FIFA 17. I'll um, have a look at that myself shortly. And as I said, a little new Garmin product uh, is hitting the market next week, uh, and I think you'll like it. So we'll check that one out as well, all here on Your Tech Life so samsung um the galaxy note 7 big flagship device um fancy launch big expense um a lot of a lot of palaver about this device they they went to to new york to um uh, to launch it, they they had all the greatest plans for it, um, it went on sale, but even before the iPhone 7, like the week before the iPhone 7 was announced, we started getting problems. Now, I've been through this before, so I'll recap quickly, the phones were exploding. Ugh. Now, not in a huge way, they weren't burning houses down, but they were in such a way um overheating that they were burning um, and causing Like if they were sitting on a carpet, they would burn the carpet below them, but they wouldn't burn all the carpet in the room. If they were sitting on your side table, they'd melt the side table under like the footprint under which the phone was sitting, but they wouldn't burn the side table down. So essentially they, they overheat and then the battery kind of fizzes out um, in a extremely high um, temperature, um, let's call it a fire, an Acrid smoke is released. It's terrible. They had 35 odd reports before they um, announced a, a recall. Um, 2.5 million phones were recalled, 51,000 here in Australia. And critically, they finally got new devices shipped out to people on around the 20th of last month. So new devices have been slowly but surely hitting the um, the previous uh, Note 7 owners and they've been booting them up and getting them going. So, at the end of last week, a guy on a plane, sitting at the gate in the US, Louisville, I think it was, um, had his phone in his pocket, having turned it off, and it got really, really hot. He threw it on the floor and it was burning. Um, I dismissed that, I'll be honest, because I thought, hang on a minute, this bloke reckons it's a replacement phone, let's let's wait and see. And then a 13-year-old girl was holding her phone, texting or whatever, while waiting for her brother and sister or siblings to come out of school. Feels uh, intense pins and needles in her thumb. Which turns out to be a burning sensation. Drops the phone and it fizzes away on the ground. Another one on a cafe table. Another one in a bedroom floor. Five of them by this morning's count. Now, and the count was three yesterday. Now, this ain't good. And yesterday AT&T in America... Um, withdrew the phone from sale, Telstra Optus and Vodafone withdrew the phone from sale in Australia. The language they use is paused, um, and I think that's being diplomatic to a company they have to and they want to deal with for some time to come. Um, but in the end, shipments of the Note 7 stopped yesterday and frankly don't didn't look then and don't look now like they would ever continue. Uh, Telstra said, we've temporarily paused shipping replacement Galaxy Note 7 smartphones to our customers while Samsung investigates. In the meantime, we're helping customers with loan phones, and those who do not wish to wait can change over to an alternate smartphone. Now, Vodafone said the same thing. From tomorrow, Galaxy Note 7 customers are able, able to exchange for a Samsung Galaxy 7 Edge or another smartphone in stock of equal or less value. And Vodafone didn't mention the replacement, but you can assume that's what they would do. That's um that's pretty damning, you know. Vodafone saying, hey, we'll give you a phone, as long as it's in stock and it's of equal or lesser value, you could be getting another brand. And that's really critical here for Samsung. How does this affect them reputationally? That's my big question. Samsung yesterday said we're working with the regulatory bodies to investigate. Um customer um, safety remains a top priority. We're committed to working diligently with the appropriate, appropriate authorities and to take necessary steps to resolve the situation. Consumers with either original Galaxy Note 7 or replacement Note 7 should power down and stop using the device. Um, that's what they said yesterday, and then today they pretty much reconfirmed that with a bit stronger language, but never mentioned the word recall. They said customers in Australia who have a um, a, a Note 7, both original um uh, or replacement should power down their phone and contact their original place of purchase. Basically, the Note is dead. There is not going to... I mean, they can't recover from this. They can't bring out the Note 7 again. Um, and I don't think they can bring out a Note 8 in the future. I think the only solution for Samsung is to announce in March at Mobile World Congress the Samsung Galaxy S8, the Samsung Galaxy S8 Edge, and the Samsung Galaxy S8 Pen. Uh, being the large screen stylus version of the um, flagship phone and forego their twice a year phone announcements into a once a year. Samsung is damaged by this, in my view, and damaged quite badly. I think that a, a consumer, hopefully, is savvy enough today to walk into a Telstra Strong and go, I want us I want, for whatever reason, to spend $95 a month. Okay, I'd like 10GB data or whatever it might be. The Telstra rep is going to say to them, hey, would you like an iPhone, a Google Pixel, Samsung Galaxy something, or Sony Xperia XZ, which I'll tell you about in a minute. They're going to say, well, Samsung, you're kidding. And then they're going to go, uh, Sony, I've heard of them. Google, they make a phone. Um, they're going to go Apple. I mean, that's what's going to happen here. Apple's going to capitalize on this without doing anything. This is a tough time for Samsung. I think they handled the original uh, recall very well and they should be commended for that. But how they handle this next little while is much more important to them because their real issue is what do they do next? How do you recover from this as a brand? So we will wait and see and um, we will pay close attention to um, Samsung's developments over the weeks ahead here on Your Tech Life. So the Sony phone that I've been using for a little bit now is the Xperia XZ. Now, this was announced at IFA in Berlin when I, I was over there, uh, and it's um, it's a great little phone, um, and it's kind of their new top-end flagship. So basically, this device kind of fits into their range at the top. You've got the Xperia XA, the Xperia X, the Xperia XP, which is premium professional pro I don't know um, and the XZ fits above that and it is it's beautiful it's a really nice design um, quite great great uh, look and feel to it good weight comes in a black and a really dark deep blue I, I really like that color but you can only get that online from Sony you won't find that at Telstra stores you will find this at Telstra. So, Telstra seems to be going all in on carriers, on, on um, devices here. They've got the Google, they've got the Sony, they're trying to get them all. This um, has a 4K screen, um, it's waterproof. This is a great device. The camera is excellent. Um, very quick to um, very quick, very quick shutter, and also very quick um, to get exposure as well. Um, it's it's snappy in in every way, shape, or form. So, yeah, big fan of this phone. I think they'll do very well with it. But again, they've priced it at 999 Now, 999 is is uh, the right price for a um, flagship phone. But are, are, are the public ready yet for a Sony flagship phone? I don't know about that. I really don't know about that. And I think that even though Sony has a huge reputation, even though Sony is a solid brand, just not sure people are yet willing to spend all their money on a Sony phone. So the Sony Xperia XZ is available for pre-order now. Now, the cool thing is if you pre-order through Telstra uh, between now and the 20th, which is when it will be available in stores, you'll go into the draw to win one of 100 Sony PlayStations. So that's a very cool deal and offer from Telstra. So if you're after a new phone, uh, then you should pre-order the Xperia XZ Um, It'll be available um, from the 20th of the month. But if you pre order through Telstra, 100 of the pre orders will win a uh, Sony PlayStation, uh, the new one terabyte. Sony, PlayStation's so a cracking little product. So all of that ahead. Um, I've put some photos up of the Xperia XZ, but I haven't yet done a full review. That will come in the weeks ahead. You're listening to two... you're not listening to... You're listening to Your Tech Life, episode 348. Talking technology without the jargon. Your, your Tech, Tech Life, Life with Trevor Long. All right, Google Pixel. I mentioned this again with Stephen Phoenix. so if you've, if you've listened to both podcasts, thank you for your support, and if you haven't listened to both, why not? Um... But my broad summary here for people who haven't seen the news, Google has announced a phone. It's their first designed and built phone, but HTC's still building it. I don't quite get it. Um, it's not really any different other than the pe- person building it doesn't get branding on it. Uh, that said, um, th- they say they've put a lot of engineering into it. Now, that they are now so confident about their smarts, that their predictive engines are better, that their translations are better, that... Their ability to be a digital assistant is so much more advanced. So the Google Assistant is a core part of this product, um, as is the camera. They say the best on the market. I say they haven't measured it against the uh, iPhone 7 Plus. Interestingly, that doesn't appear on any of their um, comparisons. And um, it has unlimited storage in, in full resolution for your photos and videos in the Google Cloud. So that's what you get for being part of the Google ecosystem. Um and you know there's a lot of great things to like about this phone, uh, very nice design, but it is not waterproof, water resistant, and I think that's that's not great at this point because in reality you have to remember that people are people are comparing, and the Samsung and the Sony and the iPhone all have water resistance, so why doesn't Google? I really don't get it. So that's, that's an issue for me, and I think it's their biggest challenge other than price. I think you can't price your phone exactly the same as the iPhone and be a relative newcomer. I know they've been around for a while, but they're new. They're not selling anywhere near the numbers of the other guys. So they need to fix that, and I think that's the challenge for them going forward. So we will have to keep our eyes on the Google Pixel. Lots of big billboards for it. Uh, Telstra really going hard on the um, uh, on the, um on the billboard advertising and things like that so they're clearly putting their, their money where their mouth is which again is very good that's what they need to do um, all of that is available at eftm.com.au my website is where you can go to send me an email anytime you like and you can of course go to the Facebook page just go to um, facebook.com and um, forward slash eftm online for eftm and just search for Trevor Long um, for my personal page all ahead here on your tech life And we do it all thanks to the good people at Garmin, satellite navigation, GPS systems. The Vivo Fit range um, covers the Vivo Move, the beautiful stylus watch, the Vivo Fit 3, the Vivo Smart HR, the Vivo Smart HR Plus, the Vivo Active, and the Vivo Active Heart Rate. These are a varied range of devices, some with color screens, some with touch screens, some with just some indicators on them. Amazing technology, but things like the Vivo Smart HR Plus has a smart activity tracker with wrist based based heart rate plus GPS so you really know where you are all the time when you're out for a run or a jog Um, whole bunch of different products and uh, a great range of products too you can find Um, the kind of range assessment at garmin.com.au. when you're checking out your next health and fitness band, check out garmin.com.au. Talking technology without the jargon. Your Your tech tech life life with Trevor Long. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading episode 348. Thanks to the good people at Garmin and Alcatel. Uh, Let's go back to your calls. You can get in touch anytime you like on the website eftm.com.au. G'day, David. G'day, Trevor. How
0: are you going? Really
1: good, mate. What can I do for you?
0: So I've got a query about some emails that um, that we've been receiving um, unsolicited from a group called Advice Me. A D V I C E Me Uh, does have some additional parts to it, like an S R I or Advice Me Aussie. Mm. Um, The emails themselves seem to originate from a um, an address in Italy, Mm. and. I'm just wondering whether in fact these are legitimate emails or not or whether my wife has What are they asking?
1: What are, what are they trying to sell you? Well,
0: they're not they're not basically asking too much. They're uh, they're promoting various uh, various businesses. I haven't got any in front of me at the moment. No.
1: But they're not are they, uh, Do you have any do you have a website, mate, yourself? A business? No, I don't. No, I don't. No. no this is all just strictly uh, strictly private. And it's not uh, it's not asking you about web services like Google or search traffic and things like this is not mentioning anything like that.
0: No, they're a lot basically of these... just. Mm, go on. Sorry, mate. They're basically just promoting various services. But as I say, with um, the main the main concern that I've had is whether it's legitimate or not. Uh, whether, whether I unsubscribe or should I just let the things sit
1: uh, sit where they are without, uh, you know without opening th- them at all. I like the fact that you're cautious, and that's the best way to be. Um, you, there's a couple of risks and issues, as you've pointed out. If you hit unsubscribe you're doing one of two things. One, you are unsubscribing, you'll never get a message again. Two, you're validating your email address. <laughs> and right. by validating yeah. your email address, you're actually giving your email address a greater value. So let's say out on the black market, your email address is worth 10 cents right now. When you hit unsubscribe, in the in the worst case scenario, you validate your email address and it becomes worth a dollar uh, and because uh-huh. people know you're real. So I... Look, I would uh, err on the side of hitting the big delete button if it's unsolicited and you have no interest in it. Just hit delete, and then if you've got a, what are you using for your mail? Using Outlook for your mail, are you? Uh,
0: no, actually, I use a, a thing called IncrediMail. I've been okay. using it yeah. for for a number of years, and I found it to be okay.
1: Yeah, no, uh, look, IncrediMail is based on Outlook. It just has the uh, the fancy kind of um, you know, animated gifs and things that that appear in it to make emails look fancy. Um it does have a junk uh setting I think if you right click on the email um there's an option there to mark as junk or set as spam so I would be doing Correct. that I would be doing that on every single one of them so that your computer learns over time as much as it can about those emails and hopefully starts uh, avoiding them completely.
0: Beautiful. That's That sounds like really good. So advice, yeah, I right? think
1: I think you're right not to unsubscribe just in case you are on the end of something weird um and for now just hit the hit the junk mail button and uh and or delete, and um you know think yourself lucky you're only getting a few mate because some people get hundreds <laughs> a day yeah,
0: you're right there, you're right there and but you've you've never heard of this advice me no i just I just
1: Don't... looked them up they they seem like and that's why I asked about your website or anything because they seem like one of those companies that offer what we call s e o search engine optimization things things for um i t companies things for website owners, and it seemed like. Maybe just maybe they're stupid and they're just literally spamming to try and create business. Maybe they are legitimate business, but um, just looking at their website, I wouldn't do business with them. They seem pretty dodgy to me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, fair enough. That's that's more than good enough for me then, Trevor. Thank you so much. All
1: right, mate. We'll get on you, David, and thanks for getting in touch, mate.
0: Thank you, Trevor. Take care.
1: Cheers. And if uh, you have a question, a problem, or you just want to have a chat about anything technology in your life, jump on the phone Go to the website, eftm.com.au. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. Now, some cool things to talk about, as well as those very important things here on Your Tech Life. Um, And as I said on um, Two Bikes Talking Tech last week, I mentioned this because I'd just seen it and it had just been launched, the Fox Sports or Fox Vision app. Now, Bathurst has gone and finished, but you can still play with the app because there are still some games in it. But... Here's the thing. This is the first large-scale augmented reality app release I've seen in Australia. It is awesome. So with the app and a downloaded bit of paper that you print out or a coaster you get from a pub or a thing that was in the newspaper, you can now bring to life the Bathurst race. This was done on the weekend. You could point it at the coaster. You'd see a map of Bathurst and you could see the cars going around on it in real time with live data that's a world first for sports broadcasting let alone augmented reality and then in the game there's also a little v8 supercar you can race around great fun and here's the thing this was done in five weeks it was done locally here in australia and honestly there's going to be some really cool applications for this if it went well which we'll have to wait and see um, but if it went well there's chance that you know the AFL, the NRL could well utilise this style of technology to goodness knows what. It could be that we see augmented reality data for statistics, for um, player movements, for player lineups. Oh gosh, it could be anything, and that's really cool. I think it's a great way of Fox Sports engaging with their audience better so your problem right now is you're a passive member of the audience unless you're tweeting along and that's really not that prolific so as a passive member of the audience how does a broadcast to get you to do stuff how do they get you to engage with them so that they know that you're there and they can get data from you basically and i think the fox vision app will be just that i reckon it's, it was a very cool experiment i will ask the question how it went and whether or not it was um, uh, successful in their mind. I'm sure they'll say it was, but we'll see whether we can gauge what's next for the Fox Sports app. Details of the app are at eftm.com.au, of course. So I mentioned a keyboard um, and I put this up today on EFTM. Uh, the Kensington have launched a dishwasher-proof IP68 rated keyboard and mouse. 150 bucks for the keyboard. Uh, 60 bucks for the mouse, and they are completely dishwasher-proof. So if you get your keyboard now and bash it upside down, you'll get a lot of junk comes out of it. Do this in a shared office? It's disgusting. So the IP68-rated keyboard allows you to have this. It's a very different feeling because the keys aren't separated. It's like a plastic sheath all over the keys, and you're tapping down on... Um, on the keys but they're kind of underneath something it's very weird but it works really really well um and it's yeah 150 bucks uh great for a shared office environment i actually don't like it was okay to type on but i think in a shared office environment this is the way of the future because in places where um you know uh, health uh, is important schools government agencies healthcare food industries um contaminated environments are very important there so this is a great place to put those things so cracking little product um, if your kids share a computer or you just get uh, angry at how ugly and disgusting the keyboards get check it out the Kensington uh, dishwasher proof keyboard and mouse um, details at eftm.com.au and we do it all thanks to the good people at Alcatel the Go Play uh, mobile phones are still on sale they are um, Android 5.0, 2500 milliamp hour batteries, an 8 megapixel camera on the back, 5 on the front, waterproof, shockproof, dustproof. couple of different great colours available. And, you know, it's a really important thing these days. Uh, gone are the days of worrying about your phone getting wet. From the hot tub to the lake and the kitchen sink, bring your phone along for the ride. Because the GoPlay is waterproof. Uh, life can get messy, but GoPlay can take it. It's dustproof housing, creates an airtight seal, ensuring that no matter how dirty you get, Nothing's getting inside the phone. So um, easy to use, uh, a great Android device, uh, great for the kids and great for people who just want to have a good, reliable smartphone. Check it out, alcatel-mobile.com forward slash AU. Um, just search Alcatel. Go play. You will find it. Trust me. So FIFA 17 is, um, is all the rage right now. Uh, Jeff Quattromani has spent some time on FIFA on the EFTM website. You can have a full read of that review. But look, um, there, this is a leap ahead from what Jeff's saying. Um, it's, it's a dr- dramatic update, and graphically, it is sensational. Um, the menu system's largely similar to previous versions, which is good because you don't want to get completely um, thrown out. But... Uh, um, it's really all on the field uh that the game changes here the the graphics look unbelievable it's uh, it's it's like if you're in the corner if you walked into a room and that was and someone was playing it you would think there was a game on it's that deceptive and i've seen that with games too it's it's just getting beyond belief isn't it um the um the the movement of the ball the movement of the players is getting so much better and obviously um you know any football slash soccer fan knows they love their game, and FIFA 17 is just that one. So available, uh, grab it now. Um, the um, So a couple of things Jeff didn't like, I'll just bring you from the review. Um, some of the smaller leagues, for example, the A-League, um, player faces aren't very well matched to the real thing. Wanderers players were barely the same to the real faces, but EPL and international players, um, you can easily pick them out. So obviously there's a lot more detail goes into the big names, but hey, that's not the end of the world, right? FIFA 17, check that one out right now. And just quickly wrapping um, before we go, um, I mentioned Garmin earlier, sponsors of ours, but they've just, uh, well, I just stumbled across. Thank you, Rob, for pointing it out to me on the Garmin International website. It'll be available on Rebel Sport and AMart websites and in stores at Rebel Sport and AMart next uh, week. The Garmin Vivo Fit Junior. Now, this is a, a tracking band for kids and it's great because it doesn't just track steps and sleep it also allows you to track a bunch of activities so you could set chores in there like put the bins out um do the dishes squash your teeth all those different things and they can have time limits on them as well so two minutes washing your teeth you've got to be doing that so it has reminders there so you can have a thing like um you could set a reminder at seven thirty must be dressed and so it'll give them a countdown to when they need to be dressed for school um a very cool little product 129 bucks I remember how amazingly popular just the the Milo activity trackers were when I put them on the website. So I can only imagine how popular these will be. Um, Garmin Vivo Fit Junior. Look for them next week at uh, at Rebel Sport and AMART and online at Rebel Sport as well. Um, and details next week at garmin.com.au. Well, that's a wrap. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Lovely to have your company each and every week. And you can join me each and every night if you want on Radio 2UE here in Sydney. 2UE954, um, lifestyle um, is the name of the game. And um, we're always there every single night. Um, have I read that review? Yes, September 28th, surely I have. Um, from Brad Loomer, a great, highly informative, info packed podcast helping people understand tech and make decisions based on non biased opinions. A go-to podcast to find out all the latest news and gadgets and tech. Well done, Trevor. Thank you very much. Um, the Talking Technology Radio Show is also a podcast if you wanted to get it. I think you would be probably overwhelmed if you did all of the podcasts, but so be it. Um, it is available, uh, Talking Technology. Um, and uh, it's all available on the um, on the apps, of course. But you can listen every night of the week at TUE in Sydney at uh, AU around the country, um, and uh, we love bringing that show. Lots of talk back there as well. Five nights a week, 8 p.m. Uh, in Sydney, 7 p.m. Um, Brisbane, 6 p.m. Perth. Um, I don't know if you're just trying to find me. And, of course, you can reach out to me anytime you like uh, on Twitter, at Trevor Long on Facebook. Just go to trevorlong.com. We shall talk next week. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long.